On this episode of Music Lesson Business Academy, we're going to talk to Sam Reddy from Musi.live, and he's going to tell us five super cool things about the new Musi 2.0. That's coming right up. This episode of Music Lesson Business Academy is brought to you by Musi.live, the ultimate music lesson management software. Have you tried teaching with the traditional conferencing platforms? If so, you've probably noticed these platforms lack the tools to conduct effective lessons. Musi.live was developed by music teachers for music teachers. It allows you to host high-quality lessons with a full suite of tools developed specifically for you, the music teacher. Thousands of teachers in over 40 countries have already brought their studio to the next level with the help of Musi.live. So why not give it a try today? Two-week free trials are available to all users at Musi.live. Once again, that's Musi.live. Hey everybody, Danny here from Music Lesson Business Academy. Thanks so much for joining me on a, another episode. We're going to jump in here real quick with Sam from Musi.live to go over all the new features and benefits and cool things going on there in Musi. Next week, I've got Bill Henry from Mr. Henry's Music back on. We've got a big announcement regarding his program. And uh, that'll be coming to you next week. So without any further ado, here is Sam Reddy. Sam Reddy from Musi.live. Welcome back to Music Lesson Business Academy. How are you, sir? Absolutely. Thank you so much. It's been... uh it's been a great year, you know, uh, and thank you for having me on. I'm uh, really excited to be back. So. My pleasure. Um, so, uh, you know, you've been on the show before, and uh, so I think people are familiar with you a little bit at this point, but you run Musi.live, which is like the ultimate platform for delivering online music lessons, uh, online group lessons, but, uh, you know, all of my in-person, any of my mm-hmm. in-person lessons at my school, like our drum instructors, they use it as well uh, as part of the, their teaching platform. But you have been going through a complete like revamp, getting ready to launch Musi 2.0. So I wanted to have you back on and uh, thought we could maybe cover the top five advances or changes to Musi 2.0. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it really is. I'm, I'm really excited about this. This is one of those things where we've been working on this since January of last year. So it's a full 12 month cycle now of, of building Musi 2. And uh, basically it's a, it's every suggestion and every feature and everything that everyone's been suggesting to us for the, you know, the last couple of years is finally uh, on, you know, finally in the system and in a manner that's nice and easy to use and, 
um, I'm really excited to be able to kind of get this out. It's been a long time coming, but um, yeah, there's definitely uh, a lot of stuff, but I, the, you know, there's, there's four or five big things I'm really excited that are going to be put out that are, I think game changers as far as, you know, no other platform is doing this all at the same time in the same place. Yeah. All right. Well, let's hit it, man. Let's hear number one. Yeah. So, so I think one that people that are using Musi currently will be really happy to hear uh, is um, we're grouping students. So grouping has been like the number one requested thing on the platform for, for years. Um, basically, it's just it sounds really simple, just being able to put students in a group and then share a file, folder or resource to that group. Um, but it's quite complicated internally to actually make grouping work effectively, you know, allowing students to be a part of multiple different groups um, and how you display all the content and everything like that is sort of what we've been kind of dealing with. But the groups are actually really powerful because you can group, you can make as many groups as you'd like. There's no limit to the capacity of the groups. So you can really manage your students however you need to. And then it really is as simple as you click the group and then you share the file or you chat with them or you do whatever it is that you would like to do with the group. And you can even start your group lessons that way. So you just select the students you'd like and then hit start and the whole lesson, you know, fires right up. So really cuts down on the time for for setting groups up. But um, yeah, it's really neat feature. And also one sort of side effect to this is it creates a lot more interactivity for students. So if your students are in a group, then they they have a chat and a way of sort of talking to each other uh, that the teacher is a part of. So, you know, you can Hmm. facilitate group projects and things like that through the platform and do that sort of interconnected learning, which is a big, big theme of what the new Musi is sort of all about. Excellent. Very cool. Um, you you kind of mentioned, uh, I think, kind of maybe that ties in a little bit together, something about a news feed. Tell us about that. Yeah, so exactly. So, so and that sort of actually goes right into this. The news feed is really cool. So the news feed is like our central hub now. We used to sort of use the chat box for this, which is sort of like a makeshift version of what I wanted it to be. In the old Musi, like if you sent a file or you sent a message or you did something, the chat box would basically record that happening. Now all of that moves over to the news feed and it looks, you know, kind of like a social media news feed where you got like a thumbs up, no commenting, but you can, you can like the things that are occurring. Um, But basically anything that's happening either from your point of view as the teacher or your students goes into that news feed. So let's say your student logs in and starts practicing something when they're done practicing, you'll get a little notification on your news feed. Your student has added some practice time. Um, or if they add some notes or they are using the whiteboard or if they're recording something um, or if you start a lesson, the, all of that information will go right into the news feed. And it's a never ending archive of everything you've done with your students. Mm-hmm. So it becomes really easy to quickly filter back to see if someone's worked on something or what you shared with people. Um, mm-hmm. It just becomes a, a really effective history log for everything that's going on. Um, Very and cool. I think it's probably going to become sort of like the new thing that you're looking at all the time like the main thing right, when you're right. not in a lesson that's going to probably be the thing that you're like using to navigate around the platform excellent very cool very cool uh what what um, yeah what's really, next? i'm excited for that one it's gonna be really cool what's number three yeah so so one of the um one of the other big things that uh kind of these are you know all tied together um but whiteboards and clips so these are our two big features that we have so these are sort of the next two things But these tie together um, in a a way because we've introduced a new format of content, basically. 
is public content and private content. On Musi, currently, everything's basically private, but pr public allows now for more of this collaborative learning that we were talking about. So let's say you have a group class. You now have choices about how the class can be run. So if you're in the lesson, you could open a whiteboard that everybody has access to. You can all work off the same whiteboard and you all have the same thing. Or you could make a whiteboard where each individual student in the group has their own whiteboard and they can contribute their own things. It's private between the teacher and that student. So everything is individualized depending on how you're teaching. That translates out to homework assignments and just general practice. So you could assign a homework that could be a game and two or three kids in a group could all log in at any given time and play the game or work on the worksheet and they can all contribute together. Or it could be private and each student's content again is privatized between you and the teacher. Um, so it really allows some flexibility for how you can facilitate the learning because with Musi, one of our focuses or one of the, I guess, I wouldn't say it's a problem, but one of the, the big things we're always thinking about is everybody teaches differently. Just everybody teaches slightly differently. And every method of teaching has its values, but building a product that allows you to effectively utilize your method of teaching and someone else's method of teaching and someone else's method of teaching becomes very, very technologically complicated. Even if on the outside, it just looks like a couple of buttons under the hood. That is thousands of lines of code doing a lot of magic tricks. Um, so that's sort of where, but, but because of all of this and like the redesign, you know, we've been able to get to a point where these new features are, are, are clever in a way that they, are a simple feature, you choose public or private. That's a very simple button click, right? But under the hood, that is opening up the potential learning opportunities uh, immensely. Um, so that's really a big feature and focus of this this new platform. And that ties directly into the uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll go to clips here in a second. I was just going to say, you know, one of the challenges that I think we've seen kind of in our industry as far as software created for music schools is usually it is created by somebody that had a music school, right? And it's very easy to make that mistake of building it to base them around the way you ran your business, yeah. not realizing it's like, well, your business yes. could be really unique and you do it a certain way, you know, and, and you're going to have this thing where all these individual teachers yeah. or all these big music schools, everybody's got different, you know, policies and procedures and just, you know, different methodologies and 100%. things like that. But that also makes it really tough for you because, you know, it, it's kind of that thing where yeah. you develop a software program that works really, really well, but there's, you know, one teacher somewhere who's like, Hey, can you, you know, make it do this one thing when I, you know, like yeah. you, you can continually just get so many inquiries and suggestions it's like well we when we do our yeah. group classes we want the room to be blue you know and it's like okay well you're the only teacher that's ever asked that. <laughs> yeah. you can't accommodate all those things and I, I imagine that that just gets really tough to navigate as as a software uh you know service provider like yourself yeah it's the we call it the list and it really is a real list of thousands of suggestions that down to the i'd like this to be purple yeah. or yellow instead of green or whatever you know down to the, like the most mundane things but 
that and that list really is what the cat was like the the bible for the new musi that was like you know that was the thing we were staring at and fortunately for us is that we have enough data now and enough users out there that when we get the data in and the suggestions that list gets filtered really heavily so that you know when it is I want this icon to be on the left side instead of the right side. Well, if that's been suggested before, we can find it. We can actually find it. And if that does become a persistent thing, then even as mundane as moving a button, it will do it if it if it is actually something that people are like, hey, this doesn't make any sense to us. Um, but you're right. There is that like, you know, everyone needs exactly what they need. And, they, and, and not like not that anyone's wrong, but every teacher just inherently thinks that their best way of t- their teaching method is the best way of teaching. Of course, you wouldn't want to provide anything other. So you'd be crazy not to think that. Um, so it's very understandable that you're very attached to how you've been teaching or what you've been doing. And it can it can definitely be a little jarring for some teachers when we come in and say, oh, well, actually, I've got a better way of doing this, 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 and this. And then they're like, well, hold on a bit, but this has been working. You're like, well, you're clearly here for a reason. It hasn't been working well enough. So, you know, and that's, I think, where, where Musi sort of shines is that we have the thousands of teachers and students and everybody who is contributing those ideas. And it's a span of big studios, little studios, people in rural, people in urban, people in Australia, people in, in Canada, you know, it's, it's, it's global. So we have a, a pool of data that is is much more useful. And that is sort of how we've come to these new features. And like this collaborative learning is something I've, I've started seeing more and more and more of. And that became a clear indication that, okay, in the future of education, it's going to be hybrid. It's going to be online. It's going to be in person. It's going to be in groups. It's going to be both. It's going to be a bit of everything. So if you know, we've then got to take the monumental task of filtering out those ten thousand suggestions into one button, <laughs> you know, that, that says public or yeah, private, right, and then right. have a way of explaining it that actually makes any sense. That's what takes a year. You know, people I think right. misunderstand software development. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, it's a lot of trial and error. Like, it's not that we have the idea and then we build it. It's we have the idea, we build it, we test it, we realize there was a fundamental flaw with our original idea. And then we have to go back from the, just the drawing board. Uh, actually, a almost perfect segue into the Clips tool, which is one of those tools that I, if you had asked me almost 12 months ago, I would have told you that the Clips 2.0 is ready to go. It's almost done. That was 12 months ago, and today I tested the final <laughs> variation of that product, you know? And so cool. um, that's the, the, you know, it's literally taken a year and, and a, a, a hundred versions of it before it worked properly. Because there was fundamental, and it's funny because yeah. you do, you get, you'd be surprised how far you can get down the rabbit hole of something before you realize there's a fundamental flaw with what you're doing because it just doesn't <laughs> quite present itself yeah. until it's all ready to go. <laughs> and, you know. Sure, sure. Can you explain? So, you know, give us kind of uh, for the people that aren't using Musi or haven't yeah. done a demo with you, give us kind of the rundown on Clips and then how Clips has been. Uh, you know, yeah. advanced in 2.0. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Clips was a really interesting concept that um, 
uh, this is one of the few. I'm not even sure where we where where this one came from originally. Um, but I remember we came up with the idea that you could record short little snippets of your your lesson, and you could record those throughout the lesson at any given time. One side effect to that that we realized that was really clever was that if you could transfer that recording over to the other participant while the lesson is happening, they could then access that recording and play along with it. So it kind of birthed our virtual duet idea. And basically that is your teacher records themselves playing their half of a performance. It will immediately transfer the recording over to the student. The student hits play and then they can jam along and you can hear what they're doing. Now, there are some flaws in that logic. There's things like if you're wearing headphones, then you won't be able to hear the other track. Uh, if your speakers and microphones suck, then you're going to have a hard time hearing both of them together in unison and everything. But the, the overarching idea is pretty solid that you're, you're playing along with a, a recording. And if you're out of time, well, that's not Internet lag or Wi-Fi or something. That's just you being out of time. But, so teachers can get a much more honest yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, idea of how their students performing. Um, and I loved that. I, I think that's a great idea. But there's a immediate, you know, kind of obvious what next. And for me, it was, well, now let's let the student make clips whenever they want to. So now the clips feature has the ability for the teacher to make a clip and the student to make a clip. And at first, that was sort of the first idea, right? And we kind of built that out and it worked and it was cool. But then we realized that's not enough. So what we built this into is almost for like almost like a miniature uh, digital workstation, like a miniature garage band almost, where the idea is that you can record a clip and then I can record a clip and they'll layer on top of each other automatically. And then when you hit play, both of them play back synchronized. So that way you can hear the performance of your students uh, in anywhere, in the lesson, at home, in, in your free time. And this tool is accessible to you and your students in a lesson or not. So you could have an assignment that might be the teacher playing a four-part harmony, all four parts of the harmony. And then you send that to your student and you ask them to re-record certain parts. So they could just mute that track and record their version. And then they can play it back and compare and they can, uh, then okay. they can play back the whole thing and hear them as an orchestra. Or as we were talking about collaborative content – um, and these are the things like at first, the very first version, I thought we were done. I was like, hey, cool, students can record. And then, you know, you go down the rabbit hole and right. we started realizing like, how cool would it be if you're in a group class and I record, then you record, then they record, and then the next person records. And then right. we hit play and all four recordings play back together at the same time, right? And so you can just mute yourself, cool. record your part, and then submit it into the recording at any, whenever you're ready to go. And then everybody's playing, you know, you hit play and everyone plays back a full perfect performance that, um, that and that could be unlimited tracks. So you could have a full hundred person choir and you could all sing your part and then wow. you just hit play cool. and boom, the whole thing <laughs> plays back as a big orchestral performance. So that I'm really excited for that stuff because Very cool. those kinds of collaborative yeah, features, yeah. you know, it really allows, and for like just general practice, I, I can now send my students something and they can work on recording little solos or like a 12 bar blues, right? And they can spend all day recording little solo ideas over the top of it. And they can stack together dozens of cool ideas and, you know, and then present that to me in class the next week. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, I'm really it's, uh, and, You know, and it also, 
Yeah, it it is right in line with what people are doing online. You know, people right. remix their TikToks or reels yep. between each other. And this is kind of a similar thing. Hey guys, Danny here. Do you ever just need somebody to talk to? Well, I'm here to help. If you're interested in getting together on a call for a 60 to 75 minute chat to either get advice about your current music school or maybe to bounce an idea off me, I've got that open for you. So limited time slots available, but go to the show notes. You can click the Calendly link there and book a music school consultation. Now back to the show. The students and adults as well, because they're doing it like oh, crazy yeah, as well. I see plenty of adults remixing their reels. This is what yeah. people do online, and it's fun, and it's much easier to facilitate those things. Yeah, and it's creative. It's one of those things like I, I, I understand the I don't want my kid on the iPad all day. I get it. I, I understand it. I, I'm also the one that kind of has to be like, well, you're if they're doing educational things, then I don't think it counts because I, I, I don't right. Screen, exactly. Screens are here to stay. Like if you have a problem with screens, then I, then I'm sorry. I don't know how to help you there. Um, but if, if the problem is just being on the iPad playing games, exactly. I get that fine. That's, that's a fair assessment. But if, if it's, I'm sure. on the iPad cause I'm writing a new song or I'm working on my music theory homework or I'm collaborating with some kid in my group and we're working on this project Probably. together. Like those are the, that's why I want my kids to have iPads. You know, that's, that's, that's exactly why I want the technology in everybody's hands is for exactly that use case. And I think it is important Absolutely. for parents, you know, yeah. to sort of remember that music software, lesson software, musical stuff, it's a creative endeavor that nowadays mostly takes place digitally. I, I obviously we still have our instruments, you know, we yeah. can play them, but even like, I mean, my two of my students are three of my students are working on writing songs right now. And I've basically had to be like, all right, you did a great job writing your song. Okay, now I'm going to have to teach you how to use some software. And like now their next couple lessons are going to be like right. how to use GarageBand, how to plug a microphone in, how to get this all set up so they can start recording all this awesome stuff sure. they just spent the last year working on. So, you know, I think it, it, it nowadays these things yep. live together. They live and breathe together. Um, but I do yes. understand the trepidation yeah, uh, for, for parents. But, um, yeah, I, I was just trying to remember yeah. it's educational great, great point, at the end though. of the day. Uh, tell us, uh, uh, what else do we have going? What else do we have going as far as uh, updates in music? We got a lot to cover today. <laughs> yeah, so the, I think the other thing... Yeah, I mean, there's not exactly like there's and with music in general, there's there's too much. It's, it's full of things, but um, sort of the new and actually good segue is the the biggest thing we've done is really just redesign the product. So that's uh, a lot of people. I hope are happy with the new features and the new updates. But I hope people are not disappointed to find out that most of what we've been doing is just moving buttons around <laughs> um, and making things look prettier and, st and load faster and things like gotcha. that. Um, and I think it is a very important part because basically music grew as an evolution. 
Uh, it's a really cool company because, uh, or at least the product is really interesting because it's one of the few organic products that I think, I mean, obviously I'm on, I'm on top of it every day, but it's one of those products where I know users who have been using Musi for two, three years who have watched it grow from a baby to where it is now. And they've had direct input on it and things like that. And I think it's really neat that basically for the first two years of Musi, we were kind of just chasing our tail. We were just trying to catch up with everybody's demands and ideas and requests and the craziness of pandemic, post-pandemic life. And now we've had time to sit down and really think about all of those features and really think about what's the most efficient and effective way to use them. And that's really what the last 12 months, of course, is a lot of iteration and design. Um, but it's really been sitting down and just kind of conceptually going over things like, okay, how, how, if it takes four clicks to do this, can we make it do it in one or two? Is that possible? And right. then you go through the entire product and basically with that mentality and say, okay, could this be moved in a way that it could be a little easier to understand? Or could these two tools be combined together in a way that, um, simplifies the whole process of using them? Um, that's most of what the new Musi is, but the cool thing is we already have like a year's worth of other updates ready to go. So <laughs> as we roll this new thing out, we're just going to be dropping new things on you, on your heads pretty much weekly after the fact. Um, so the whole year is going to be a lot of fun, but the, the big, those big things are sort of, we wanted to build the container and now we've built the container. We can start putting stuff back into it. Um, and Great. in that sort of manner that with the new UI, it's using a tab-based system. So we used to use sort of like a – it was an old clunky interface with a menu on the side. But now you have this tab-based system. What makes that really interesting is that we could theoretically add tabs that are not things that we've built. There's no reason a tab couldn't be your Google Calendar or your payment system or your – uh, workbooks from you know Hal Leonard or Alfred or someone like that or whatever publishing you're using. Uh, there's no reason a tab couldn't be uh, you know another type of scheduling or payment or whatever resources you're using, games okay. or Cordify or whatever it is. You know, so all these kinds of neat products that like or, or like a Muse Score or Flat IO. You want to write compose some music? Well, there's some phenomenal products out there already. I mean, we can build that, but that's going to take. Six sure, to 12 months sure, sure. to build just something that already exists in 20 other forms. Um, and, you know, so we figured that we will start reaching out and connecting with these companies and brands to allow teachers who are using other products to kind of bring them into one hub. So if we're great. not going to build it ourselves, then right. the people who do the best job can still, you know, yeah. uh, be used. And then it becomes a great place, you know, marketplace almost. Like we probably have like a tab that, or a page that was like app available apps. And there's you, that's where teachers could find a whole bunch of new apps that you might not have known about that you might want to connect in and things like that. So that's some of the really interesting stuff that Musi sort of is being set up for where cool. that was a lot of the thought process behind the design and the interface and everything was expandability. Can this grow past you know, can because I don't in two years I don't want to have to redesign it again. Um, yeah. So you know, sure. I really would like to make something that can sustain for a little while. Um, right, and so I really hope we've kind of succeeded this time. Right, at least get a couple of years before you got to read. Go back to the drawing board. Yeah, um, Sam. When 
will all this stuff uh when will this stuff be uh live all the changes yeah so uh, honestly probably by the time people are listening to this they'll probably be it'll probably be out where the hope is this weekend so for as and in our world that's uh like january 7th 8th kind of time um we want to get it out before the full okay, semester gotcha. really starts. The ninth is sort of the technical start day for for the January semester for everybody. Um, I know some people went back last week, but uh, this way at least everybody who's just onboarded to Musi over the holiday break or anybody who's interested in moving you know over to us now, um, this is sort of a nice clean start. So when you get on the platform, you'll have all the new stuff right away, and you can just hit the ground running. Um, yeah. I, oh. I missed the webinar that you did on uh, all these changes, but Brian, you know, from my school was on board. Um, and I think he mentioned that you have copies of that webinar on your YouTube channel. Is that correct? Yes. So we did do about a week or so ago. We did a live webinar. It was about an hour long. It's on the YouTube channel or directly on the Musi.live. It's right in the middle of the homepage of our website now. Um, that's a great way to get people, you know, to get an idea of what it is I'm talking about. Um, the, and we will for, for basically starting next week, there's going to be webinar after webinar and session after session, and they're all going to be live and open to the public. So anybody who is interested in seeing what we're doing and learning about this stuff, I will personally be running all of those. So you, you can jump in. Some of them will be big, long hour long sessions. Some of them will be 10 minute little, Hey, here's a cool new feature. Check it out. Um, so, but we'll have a whole webpage full of that. That will be on the Musi website. Amazing. Um, That's great. I yeah. will so make we'll, sure we'll be around. Yeah. We'll be. I'll make sure to leave in all the show notes here, uh, on the podcast show notes, as well as on the YouTube version of this interview, uh, a link to set up demos with you. I'll put a link to your YouTube channel and all that good stuff. So people know where to find you and can check out all these great changes. I'm super excited. I've got my, all my teachers watching, uh, the replay of the webinar. Um, you know, Brian was really stoked, very stoked on the clips thing and the whiteboard stuff. He, he was mentioning that a lot. So I was getting text messages from him while he was watching yeah, the, awesome. the webinar. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I forget. I, I, I had my family in town or something going on and I couldn't jump on. And uh, so I know he was really stoked and he's, you know, all his students, he does 40 students a week. Uh, he moved to Nashville. He doesn't even live in California out here anymore. Um, you know, does oh, all really? 40 of it. Yeah. That. All awesome. 40 of his students, you know, he does each week on music. Yeah. The students are loving it. He's loving it. It's, it's you know, it's going yeah. great. And uh, all of our other teachers that do online are on the platform as well. So um, we're really stoked. And uh, it's really exciting awesome. to just see these changes come in and everything you're working on. So can't wait to, uh, it, you know, looks like it's going to be a good uh, 2023. Yeah, hopefully it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and and thank you, guys. You know, just from, from my side, it's really much appreciated you know you guys using the platform obviously and promoting it and having me on and i really appreciate it. and brian you know has been fantastic with feedback and things like that and i'll probably actually have you guys all sit around a round table soon to see some of the new admin stuff and and check out what we're working on on the other end too but um yeah it's been it's been really nice you know i i, I love the fact that um most of the people in this industry like like you and i we are both 
teachers and you know, entrepreneurs, business owners. We're doing the, all the other stuff as well, but we have the background of actually being the person in the room of sitting down and, and playing with the students and everything like that. It's, it's pretty cool being able to you know have that sort of connection with everyone as well that we work with. So. Awesome. Yeah. Sam, thank, thank you. you so much for being on the show. It's always great to sit down and chat with you, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Will do. Thank you so much.